Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 133 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes and I hope you all had a great Easter weekend. I've got a really fun show planned for you today, but I want to get to a couple recent news stories first. But before I even do that, I want to give you a heads up about a slight change to the show that I've been thinking about for a little while now. Up until this point, I have given you the recent news at the beginning of each episode, and sometimes I, I feel like it makes the episodes run a little long, and I, I, I really want to keep it focused on the topic that you are coming on to hear. So while I will always do my best to keep you informed and up to date about what is happening with Disney Cruise Line, I'm, I'm thinking about scrapping the updates at the beginning of my regular episodes and instead doing a, a brief midweek episode or episodes focused solely on news updates. Um, I doubt that it'll be weekly because there, there's not always a lot of uh, a lot of news to share. But when there are you know two or three stories that I want to uh, tell you about, uh, I'll put an episode together. I wasn't really sure <laughs> if that was worth sharing explicitly, but I, I didn't want you to to wonder what happened to the news updates. Assuming I, I decide to to move forward with with you know kind of this new format. So uh, <laughs> if you're really passionate about me keeping things the way they are, <laughs> please send me a note. But I, I think this will be a a good way to to change it up uh, for a little while. But with that being said, here are the recent stories that I want to catch you up on from the last couple weeks. Uh, soon after the 2024 itineraries were announced a couple weeks ago, Disney Vacation Club revealed uh, dates for two summer 2024 member cruises. One seven-night Mediterranean cruise on the Dream that departs from Barcelona on May 18th, 2024. Uh, and the other is a five-night member-exclusive Lighthouse Point double dip on the Magic departing from Fort Lauderdale on June 14th, 2024. And that that second cruise will visit Lighthouse Point, Castaway Key, then Lighthouse Point again before finishing up with a day at sea, which sounds like a pretty ideal itinerary to me. Uh, but what's interesting about that Lighthouse Point double dip cruise is that it was announced that it's it's different from a, a member cruise and and will be part of the Disney Collection Exchange. So. Regular cruise programming will not be altered, and daily in-room gifts are not included. So they're I've, they're basically saying it's a member exclusive cruise, but it's not a member cruise. I I still don't understand what this means, and and you know what makes it different from a member cruise. But you know maybe we'll find out more a little bit later. Booking details have not yet been revealed, but if you follow my social media pages, I'll be sure to let you know as soon as I find out. Next, we found out some in, some some more information last week about Disney Cruise Line's newest project, the Global Dream, which is you know that partially completed ship that Disney Cruise Line purchased late last year and will serve the Asia market. It was revealed last week that the ship will home port in Singapore for at least five years beginning in 2025 after a memorandum of understanding was signed between Disney Cruise Line and the Singapore Singapore Tourism Board. Uh, details about the maiden voyage, itineraries, and onboard experiences, all that stuff will be announced at a later date. 
And finally, the Disney Band Plus, which is essentially the Magic Band Plus at sea, will make its way to Disney Cruise Line fleet very soon. No specific details about the official debut date were announced, but guests book on select Disney Wish sailings this upcoming summer will be invited to be among the first guests to experience this new technology on board. More details will be shared at a later date about what the bands can be used for, but I would certainly expect that at a minimum they'll be used to unlock your stateroom door and to charge things to your room. Uh, these bands were a rumor that I had heard about several months ago, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for this change. I don't always enjoy carrying my key to the world, uh, around. And I, I like the convenience of the magic bands at Disney world. Uh, it, it'd be really awesome if they could, uh, incorporate some new features for guests on board, but we'll just have to, uh, to wait and see. And with that, let's get to this week's show. This one should be a lot of fun because I've invited two guests who are very active in the Disney Cruise Line social community, and uh, I'm I'm excited to talk to them again. Steve is a co-host of the DCL podcast, and Lisa runs the Instagram account at See Ya Real Soon. So Steve, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks. It's good to be back, Wes. Uh, Lisa, just for a year and I guess the audience's sake, a, a little fun fact about Steve and I, I, I have no idea how this started, but Steve, you know, visits Hawaii quite, quite often. And, uh, it's become a, a tradition for him to send me pictures of the local wild chickens while he's there. So, you know, every time I get one, it just, it just makes me laugh. I just, I can't comprehend that there are wild chickens running around Hawaii, just you know, living their best lives. So, do you remember how that started? I have no idea. I don't. I don't even know where that came from. But I'm. I'm I was kind of mad because the last one I was like running, and this chicken was sitting on a surfboard that like sits up above this like area of Oahu where all these surfers go, and he had just jumped off it. So I was trying to get like the surf chicken for you, but uh, oh, that would have been I'll awesome. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, I I've probably opened myself up to receiving more. Uh, pictures of chickens now like I, I just like blue milk and hawaii chickens is gonna be like my brand <laughs> on social media so <laughs> lisa have you ever been to hawaii yes have yes, you um, have you experienced these these chickens just running around in the wild yeah i mean i don't haven't been often but i do remember yeah thinking that's a thing the last time we went we did not stay at Alani, but at one of the timeshare resorts just next door and um I didn't see any staying on that. That's the first time I'd stayed on that side of the island. And I, I don't remember seeing any on our last trip. But gotcha. when I was in college, I went often. I wanted to live there. So oh. I was trying trying to find a job. Don't and, we all? Yeah. Um, that You can see that didn't work out. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not been yet. But it's, you know, it's it's certainly on my short list of places to go. And I, I just, I can't wait to, you know, to see these these chickens for myself. So... So, always something to look forward to. Um, so, Steve, I know you had you know just got back from Hawaii on vacation with your family, I believe. Uh, any other travel plans for 2023? Um, yeah, we're headed to – well, we're going to uh, Alaska and Norwegian next month, which I'm kind of excited. I haven't been on a different cruise line for quite a while, so awesome. kind of – yeah, excited to uh, go back on Norwegian. We've been on a couple sailings with them. And then we are going over to the Mediterranean doing a Greek Alice cruise in June. Oh, so that's awesome. Those are, those are our big vacations this okay. year. Okay. And what about you, Lisa? I, I Well, I, I know two cruises that you have coming up. Um, <laughs> yeah, what other, we're doing what the vacation repos- plans do you have? We have the repositioning cruise from San Diego to Vancouver and back-to-back with the first Alaska cruise of the Disney season. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we sailed Alaska in 2017 on princess. So I'm super excited to be able to compare the two, um, experiences. And my husband said, if he was going to repeat any cruise itinerary, um, he would repeat Alaska. So we've got, we've got some fun excursions planned and, um, and then my daughter will be on the ship. So Great. Very excited to see her do her thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she, she is a cast member on the ship. Right? Yes, she is. Um, yes, entertainment she is. host, I believe, is the, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the is the proper title, right? That's it. Awesome. That's it. Well, great. That's uh, that's exciting. We're, that'll. I think that that Alaska one will be the. Will that be one of the first uh, silver anniversary at sea cruises? Yes, I think um, probably the Fantasy will complete their first cruise. Right. 
before this Alaska cruise, yeah. but then they're all starting like that week. Gotcha. So, well, and we don't have anything planned for the rest of the year, but okay. um, there's still time. Waiting. Yeah, <laughs> kind of wait and see. <laughs> yeah. See what she's doing and for where sure. she ends up. Yep. Sounds great. So for this week's show, we're gonna play a little game called Would You Rather or or this or that. I I haven't actually decided yet what it's uh what it's going to be called. So it'll be a surprise for both of you when it uh, when it comes out. Regardless of what it's called, the concept is the same. I have a list of scenarios or topics that I you know that I shared with you. Where I'll give you two options, and you just have to choose between the two and explain why. So does that make sense? Easy enough. I think I can do it. All right. I think so. <laughs> Very complicated. Um, and as we as we go along here, if either of you come up with any, you know, feel free to to, to blurt them out for sure. So, um, well, here they are. So the first one I wanted to go to, and this was, it's funny when you make these lists, you're like, oh, this is a good one. This one's, this one's my favorite of the whole thing. So I don't know if it's good to start off with the best one or or end with the best one, but we're just gonna go for it. So. Would you rather go on the maiden voyage of a brand new ship or go on a bucket list cruise, the one that you've always wanted to do? So, why don't we why don't we start with Steve on this one? What what's your what are your thoughts here? Oh man. Um that's a tough one, right? Cuz I'm excited about the treasure coming out for so many different reasons and yeah. everything like that, but uh, Voyager Mini and just kind of the theming of it. But I'm going to go with the bucket list cruise because there's a lot of places in the world that our family likes to see and travel to. And I think as much as we love being on the Disney ships, uh, you know, half that experience or a big part of that experience is being able to see other parts of the world. So, um, yeah, I think our bucket list cruise was going to Norway, the second cruise we did, and we can't wait to go back there. So I'm going to go with the bucket list cruise. Awesome. I like and it. And live vicariously through everybody else on, on social media for that, <laughs> that big voyage. What about you, Lisa? What would you say? I think I would have to agree and, and choose bucket list cruise. Um, I have done a couple of fun itineraries, did a Mediterranean cruise when our kids were younger, and an Alaska cruise I think is a bucket list cruise for a lot of folks. Um so feel fortunate in that. Um, my hesitation with um, uh, a maiden voyage type cruise is after watching The Wish, not have everything ready in time. Like how, other than being being able to say you're the first person on the ship, you know, first guests. Um, <laughs> I, I um, to compare the experiences from what folks were saying about, you know, their maiden voyage or just those first few cruises this summer on the last summer on the wish versus when I was able to cruise in October was night and day, night and day difference. So I think I I would like to have, be able to get the full experience and have to set that FOMO aside. Gotcha. Um, And um, yeah, so bucket list cruise for me, I think still on the list would be like a transatlantic or a Panama cruise. Panama Canal. Awesome. I'll be the uh, I'll be the odd man out here. I'm gonna go with Maiden Voyage, and and it's Lisa. Like the last thing you said there is 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 my reason. I have <laughs> so much FOMO about like missing out on you know all the new things and you know everything that people are posting about, and I'm just like I I I wish I could be there experiencing this for myself. And I get like it, they have. You know, they have their issues because the crew is, you know, learning the ship for the first time themselves and how to be, you know, how to have passengers for the first time and all that. And, you know, I know there are wrinkles that they have to figure out. But the other thing is there's so much like anticipation and like hype leading up to these maiden voyages where it's like, hey, look at all the fun things that are coming. Like, can't wait to see this. Wait till you see, you know, what what this experience is like. And I, I just feel like there's so much anticipation leading up to that. Between that and 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 having to see everyone else experience it for the first time, like I just, it, you know, I, I that that would be a struggle for me. So I am gonna choose maiden voyage, despite the fact that I have a number of bucket list cruises that I would like to go on. Um, but I feel like the other thing too is you can always go on a bucket list cruise, right? Where a maiden voyage happens once every so often i mean we we're sort of fortunate here that it's happening three times within you know a, a short number of years but so those are those are my reasons I, I probably went a little long on my reasoning but no that's fair all good 
All right. Uh, let's let's keep it a little more simple uh, on this one. Do you prefer main dining or second seating? Why don't you start with this one, Lisa? Um, I have never experienced main dining. Really? Mostly because we usually um, historically have just booked late, booked our cruises late. Uh, We're kind of, um, as airline folks, used to just, hey, where should we go? And, oh, this is available. Let's do that. So um, we have. I have never, ever experienced the main dining. I, I enjoy the second seating for a couple of reasons. Um, you don't have to be ready and ready to go right, right at five o'clock or six o'clock or whatever time that is. That's especially when you're coming back from excursions or even a day on Castaway Key, yeah. that feels very rushed to me. And yes, we try to go to the shows, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I I just don't mind. I, our kids have always been older, so I've never had to sure, yeah, worry yeah. about getting kids to bed early or anything like that. So I I, I prefer second, second seating, seating for you. Yep. Gotcha. What about you, Steve? I'm gonna go with uh, Lisa and go with second seating as well. We've had first seating before, and you know you get through the mustard drill, and the next thing you know, you get especially when your kids are little, you're, so you gotta go get them ready for dinner, and then bam, you're into dinner already and everything like that. And it's just so much more relaxing when you have uh, that second seating. Plus, and I, I think this is a little overstatement, but sometimes it seems rushed in first seating because, you know, they're trying to get everybody into and out of there as quickly as they can because they got to turn the dining room over for second seating. And sometimes you get those longer dinners and second seating where you just can really relax for the evening and everything else. Our kids have taken off and it's just my wife and I hanging out yeah. there. So um, I'm going to go with second seating as well. And okay. to your point too, Lisa, with the excursions, it makes it a lot easier, especially if you're in Europe. Yeah. Um, and those are all great points. And I think, you know, once my kids get older, we'll probably say we prefer the the second seating. I'm, I'm going to go main dining for, for now. And the reason is mostly because of my kids and, you know, having to make them wait until, 8 30 to to start their dinner is just ugh, it, it's hard enough getting them to eat at you know 5 45 let alone when they're tired and cranky at 8 30 um but your point about coming back on the ship after you know a day at in uh in port is 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 completely valid like especially coming back from castaway key if if it's like your last day um on the ship you got to come back and you have to find time to pack between you know getting back on the ship, dinner, shows, all that stuff. So what we've typically done is come back like rushed, rushed getting our stuff to packed up and then off to dinner. So, you know, that's, that's a challenge, but I, I do like, I like the dining and then going to a show. It's almost like dinner and a show almost for us. Um, whereas, you know, if you have the second seating, it's sort of flipped and you, you go to the show and then you do the dinner. But, um, yeah, I, for now we're, we're, we're main dining, uh, yeah, main dining people, but I could see us switching to, to second as the kids get a little older. You know, sometimes eight 30 gets a little bit late too. So if I could really have my, anything I wanted, we push you guys a little bit earlier to four 30 and then we get to seven 30. <laughs> Those kids want to eat, right? I, there you go. Late. I like that. I like that idea. And That's, I would also say that relaxed atmosphere for second seating sometimes tends to cut into those evening activities. If you wanted to go and do something in the adult lounge um, or even fireworks, you know, pirate night, you can skip the early show. But if you want to get out there for fireworks, you kind of almost have to tell your server sometimes um, we, we need to go. Please, can we get our dessert now or something? Right. Um, so it, it's relaxed, but it, it can also True. be a challenge. All right, let's go to Nassau. So Nassau is, depending who you talk to, not a very popular uh, cruise destination, um, but some people really enjoy Nassau. So on um, what, what's your preference if your cruise is visiting Nassau? Would you rather stay on the ship or would you uh, rather do some sort of port adventure or get off and explore a little bit? You want to start, Steve? Uh, go with Lisa first. All right. <laughs> Lisa, you go ahead. She's got some, some noise uh, noises dealing with. 1,000% stay on the ship. Okay. And I, I don't mean that to sound snotty or to, you know, diss Nassau at all. I just, that, that right by the port area, and when you look out and see five other ships in port with you, no. Crowded. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go. It, it, that's a tough one because usually you're on the, you know, like a three-day or four-day right. itinerary, right? And stopping in at NASA and you, you get so few days on the ship on those and you just want to stay on there and explore it and everything like that. I, I'm kind of 
torn 50-50. We had one of the best excursions ever. We went uh, scuba diving and went to this uh, reef, and then we went over this uh, amazing kind of uh, uh, sunken ship, and there was nurse sharks and black tiff reef sharks around. Wow, and, that's cool. Yeah. So I think there's, like, some gems to be found in NASA if you do want to get off the ship and, and do something. But uh, to your point, Lisa, I, I, as well, you know, when you see all those other ships and everybody else getting off, you're kind of like, eh, maybe I should just relax <laughs> and enjoy myself on the ship. Yeah, yeah. Instead of fighting the crowds. Yeah. I I agree with you, Steve. I think it's a I think it's a tough question because there are some really fun things to do in Nassau. We've you know we've done a few excursions over to the Blue Lagoon. I don't know if either of you have done some of those, but they do a really a really good job at those. You know, if you want to like swim with dolphins or um, um, seals, there's some some other animal over there. I don't remember what it is, but you know th- that's a really fun excursion. We've gone to Atlantis a couple times and and enjoyed ourselves. And even as a kid, so when we would go, we would get off the ship and my dad would hand would hand us like five bucks each and he and we'd go to the little market there and he'd be like, see what you can get with with five dollars. So it was kind of fun, you know, as we were probably 13 years old, my kid, my my siblings were a little younger and we used to go to those markets and just kind of haggle a little with the, you know, with the local vendors there. So that was kind of fun. And, and I still like to get off and just kind of walk around that area. So. Um, it, you know, it's, it's hard. I, 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 I can, I can see it both ways, but I'm going to, I'm going to say get off in Nassau. Uh, let's go with, um, kind of a, a newer topic. Uh, so as both of you know, I'll, I'll call them the, I don't even know what to call it, like the, the older ships, the classic ships, you know, all four of the ships have a very similar layout, right? They are all kind of laid out the same. Um, and the wish is completely different. So what do we, what do we prefer? Do we, would we rather have the wish layout or would we rather have the, uh, the older ship version? Lisa, you want to, you want to start this one? Sure. Um, that, I, I feel like that's sort of a 50, 50 for me. Wow. Um, I, I loved the wish. I loved the layout. I, um, I loved exploring. So I don't know if it's because it was new and, you know, let's see what's around this corner. Um, And then we, uh, next cruise was on the wonder. This is all after coming back after not cruising for a few years. But um, uh, at first it was, I I love the familiarity of it. Mm, So, um, and certainly the wonder and the magic are, are easy to get around and you don't feel like you're walking forever or have a long trek anytime you go anywhere. So I, I also enjoy that. So, um, I don't I mean, yeah, it's a 50, 50 for me. Okay. Fair enough. How about you, Steve? You know, I'm going to go 50, 50, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to be kind of a, um, stick with the adult theme, I guess, because that's because where we've gone, our, our kids are older and so they kind of, they're kind of off doing their own things. I love the wish layout with all of the lounges and everything towards the middle. It gives it a vibe that sometimes you don't get on the older ships where you go down to like the adult district and there's just not as many people there. Uh, some nights are, some nights are a little bit more um, busy down there, but, but the wish really did a, does a good job of giving it kind of a little bit more of a, a vibe and excitement, I think in that, that central area. Uh, but contrary to that, I like the adult areas on the older ships yeah. when you get up under the pool deck. I really enjoy uh, being up by signals on the Magic and the Wonder and uh, laid out by the pool there. A lot of times they'll have a guitar player sometimes in the afternoon up there. and We enjoy just going up there and having a, a beverage before dinner and everything. So um, I'm going to go with the the outdoor spaces. I like the classic <laughs> ships and the indoors. I'm going to go with the Wish and I can't wait to see what they do with the treasure. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I – so – Overall layout, just like if we're talking kind of in general, kind of a vague, just talking layout, I I love the Wish layout. I love the two elevator banks. I love how it kind of opens up the middle of the ship. So I I really, I would say I prefer the Wish layout versus the the older ships. However, I do think there, yeah, like you said, Steve, there are some things I would change about the Wish, particularly as it relates to the adult spaces. Um particularly the you know the 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 adult pool deck but the other thing that kind of bothers me a little bit about the wish is just all the spaces feel so small and i don't know if that's because they 
put so many spaces on there and maybe they, you know, they could afford to take a couple out. Um, or if, you know, it was just kind of piecing the layout together. So I, you know, I, I hope that they, they address some of those things on the treasure. I don't know how much flexibility they have given, um, you know, the, the quote unquote, like template that they use. Um, but in general, I, I really, I really like the wish layout and, and just hope that they can sort of improve on, on what they did there on the, with the treasure. Wes, can I ask, I mean, were all of those spaces, those adult spaces crowded when you were on your cruises? Because our, the two wish cruises that I've done, there weren't any crowds in those spaces. And I, I kind of thought that it was because they were sort of spread mm. out and there was a lot to choose from. And, and even though they're not centrally located, like in the back of the classic ships, um, they are kind of all in that middle area and you can easily go from one to another. And I just felt like I didn't feel crowded or, or overwhelmed or, you know, walk in the door and go, nah, we're not staying here. We'll go try somewhere else. We, I didn't experience any of that. That's, so. that's awesome. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad to hear that. I think from, from my experience, my own experience on board, I think there were two, two things that kind of stood out to me. One is, you know, the, the main dining restaurants, they felt quite cramped and you know they you were literally like shoulder to shoulder with the family oh, dining next to you. yes yeah it's, it's just in general the spaces i'm not specifically talking gotcha. adult okay. spaces the other thing is there were there were i think two times where i think one was karaoke and one was trivia where we went to whatever the location was where it was having and people were literally like standing outside the door like watching what was happening because there was no room in the space that they, um, that they, that they used for, for these events. And so I just think that, you know, you're right, Lisa, it, it's great that there are so many options, uh, you know, spread throughout the ship, but it just feels like when they have these kind of, um, events that popular. are, that are very popular, they, you know, they, they, they don't, maybe they don't use the right venues or, or whatever. So, uh, that's kind of, you know, the way I, the way I was looking at this. Okay. Um, let's go with we we sort of talked about this with Nassau, but it, given a, a, a seven night cruise, would you prefer a or I guess any length cruise? Would you prefer a sea day or would you rather have an extra port day at a, a desirable port of call? What do you think, Steve? Oh man. <laughs> uh. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge my bet and say I'm gonna say desirable port of call. I love the I love the sea days and everything like that. But um, if you have uh, maybe maybe one of those other ports, uh, you make that a sea day. I guess is what I'm what is where I'm gonna go with it. There you and go. You get a little bit more time on the ship with less people because they're all out doing whatever they're doing. So I'm gonna go with the desirable port and hedge my bet a little bit on that one. Okay, I like it. How about you, Lisa? You know, uh, the key word is desirable port. So um, and again, I don't. I mean, um, Caribbean islands kind of all feel the same to me. So if that's where the seven night cruise is going, then um, I would probably pick a sea day because mm -hmm. I, again, not that there aren't um, unique excursions um, available in some of those places. I do remember thinking, though, on our previous Princess cruise to Alaska, it was a 10 night out of San Francisco and we had like four sea days. And I, I'm selling this to my family, like, this is going to be great. Sea days are great. There's so much to do. There's so many activities. And that was not the case on Princess. And and after a couple of sea days, I was like, all right, we're, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's okay. We don't need to stay and do this. So, so I feel like Disney's a little bit unique in that, that they, they really can fill up a day and, and having just a little bit of, ex no, I don't say experience, um, we did a, a Canadian cruise on Disney and the weather in port was terrible. And to watch the entertainment staff um, uh, dodge and, and, you know, pivot to create more onboard activities because everybody came back early or decided not to get off the ship, that they, they filled the day up literally at the last minute. And there was plenty to do and you didn't feel like you were really missing out on on a whole lot other than you know halifax is kind of a cool port but sure, yeah. you know um yeah so but. so which one are you going with sea day oh <laughs> <laughs> after all that <laughs> um yeah i'd probably say sea day but again though a desirable port i probably you know if it's a once in a yeah sure once in a blue moon destination yeah you got to get off the ship and 
Gotcha. Yeah, I, I love how I love how Disney is able to, you know, kind of provide activities on the fly if they need to. So that, you know, that's great. And they do have lots of things for you to do on board. Um, I'm going to go with a desirable port of call. I One of the things that I really enjoy doing is kind of getting off and, and having a, a local kind of authentic experience. So if it's somewhere that, like you said, Lisa, somewhere unique that maybe you're not going to have a chance to visit again, like that, that to me is, is, is more desirable than, um, than a sea day. I, I probably tend to agree that in the Caribbean, the different islands are, you know, very similar. And, and so I, you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't feel that way at a Caribbean, uh, cruise, but maybe Europe or Alaska or something, if there's some, somewhere unique that the, that the ship is going, I, I like to go and do, do local things there. So that's, I'm going to go with that one for the purposes of, uh, of this, of this game. Um, so kind of in the theme of, uh, onboard activities, would you rather relax by the pool with your favorite Funnel Vision movie playing, or would you rather fill your day with activities and kind of be busy uh, throughout the day? What do you think? Uh, we'll go Lisa. Um, fill my day with with stuff to do. I um, uh, I love watching movies on the Funnel Vision. Don't get me wrong, but to to just hang out, I'm just not a hang out at the pool kind of a person. Um, and especially the pool near the Final Vision, it's pretty <laughs> loud and chaotic. And because I don't have to, you know, keep an eye on any any people running around that space, um, that's just not going to be a place for me to hang out. Sorry. Totally fair. What about you, Steve? I'm going to hang out by the Funnel Vision because I feel like life is just crazy all the time for us. We're always running to kids sports or activities or whatever else. So um, I'm going to hang out just for the day in the sun, watch some Funnel Vision. But I'm going to go to the deck above the pool deck if I can and watch it. So I get away from the chaos of the pools. But um, yeah, yeah, I love me some Funnel Vision. Do you have a favorite movie, Steve, that you like to watch on Funnel Vision? Or or if if there was one you were walking by, you're like, oh, I got to stop and watch this for a little bit. Honestly, I don't really have a... Yeah, I don't really have a favorite movie per se, but I like the old classic ones because yeah. I've never really seen a lot of them, to be completely honest, or it's been a long time since I've seen them. So, like, I think the last cruise we were on, we actually sat and watched Peter Pan, which I hadn't seen oh, that cool. crap. So nice. I kind of get a kick out of watching. And they, they seem to always show them, like, early in the morning for some reason. And they put all the, 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 the newer, newer ones up. Yeah. yeah, when all the kids are up there. But um, but I, I find myself sometimes in the morning walking around, maybe coming back from running to the gym or something like that and sitting down and watching part of an old movie. Okay, I uh, I'm gonna go with Funnel Vision. I Funnel, it's one of my favorite things to do. It's like peak relaxation for me. Even if there are like a million kids running around, I love to just like lay and do nothing on on my cruises because I just like you said, Steve. Life gets so busy and you're you're you know running from one thing to the next, and and it's mostly revolves around having young kids. Um, and so, you know, it just, it's nice to be at a, at a spot where you can just relax and not have to worry about anything else. And, um, and for whatever reason, I just enjoy like watching, like you said, Steve, old Disney movies on, on Funnel Vision. There's just like an experience about it that, um, you can't, it's hard to describe, but when, you know, when you're in it, when you're, when you're doing it, it's, it just feels, it feels like you're on vacation. So I, I, I enjoy doing that. Let's go uh, with kind of keeping with the same theme, Aqua Duck or Aqua Mouse. How do we feel about the 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 key slide features on the on the uh, Dream Class ships versus um, the Wish? What do you think, Steve? Oh man. Um... You know, we only get to ride the Aqua Mouse once, okay. so I probably, probably need to give it another chance. Uh, I didn't really quite get the story that we had that we were going up there. So Was it the uh, snow know. one or the or the <clears throat> underwater one? Do you remember? It was the uh, snow one, okay. I think. So, um, and, and then once you get done with that, it's like such a quick ride afterwards. So I think I'm going to go with the Aqua Duck just because it's a little bit longer ride. Um, but I need to give the Aqua Mouse another chance, I All guess. Right. So. Fair enough. What about you, Lisa? Do you have an opinion on this one? Um, I don't because I've never ridden any of the slides. <laughs> <laughs> because there's always lines, unless it's at some odd hour when I need to get showered and cleaned up and ready to go eat dinner or see a show. I don't. It's just not. Um, I I hear they're just a blast and lots of fun, but that's not. That has not been on my bucket list. All right, to ride okay. ride the slides. 
Fair enough. Sorry. No, it's all good. I, I'm going to go with the Aqua Duck as well. I The Aqua Mouse... I just I I just expected more of it I think and uh, I thought the the um the the video feature of it was going to be like more immersive and less like screens placed throughout the you know throughout the conveyor part so and then it's it's you're it's dark for 3 quarters of it whereas the aqua uh, duck completely open the entire way around which i think is a really cool experience and especially when you go out like over the side and i know you do that on the aqua mouse too but um yeah i i would definitely prefer the aqua duck over the aqua mouse at least you should try them sometime (laughs) okay probably not in alaska so we'll (laughs) save that for another Uh, all right. How about uh, midship detective agency or uncharted adventure? So have you have did 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 you guys try the uncharted adventure? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't working when we were oh. on. So okay, uh, yeah. So I didn't get to do that, but I do love midship detective agency. Oh, so, yeah, but I really want to try the uncharted adventure. I'm curious to see what Lisa says. I would absolutely choose uncharted adventure. Really? I mean, they have love they have leveled up that scavenger hunt type of game to um to a, a a really fun experience um the first our first cruise in october it was still a little glitchy and so we had to reset our app several times but um the there's vr capabilities and um it's just i it was a blast it was a blast and then at the end of, i don't know if uh, mid ship detective agency i don't recall that they do this but at the end of the cruise if you play uncharted adventure and you get through all the levels then they have a little meeting in the luna lounge and i didn't go to it because i didn't complete the adventure but um but you can go and um i don't know what they do i don't i couldn't speak to what they do in there but it sounds like a fun little celebration for everybody to come and well what did you see or what i don't know i don't know i didn't see it i didn't um, realize they did that yeah, it's um, so, and I also believe that, um, well, I'm sure we started it on our first cruise in October, and then when I cruised again in December, um, it continued my story, so I didn't have to start over again. Really? Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, okay. And you can bring other people in, like up to four players, you know, and everybody has to show up, and I don't know. It was, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Side note with the news of the new Disney band coming out. I did think that that would be a great addition for the midship detective agency um, because that's really just a, you know, wave, wave something in front of a sensor to start, to start that. So I thought, mm. but I don't see how they would integrate it into uncharted adventure. Right, it's not, with that, your phone. not that they're planning on it. Right. But, yeah. Um, no, it, it's a really fun game and I would absolutely, you know, kids and grownups need to do it, need to do it. Well, you've sort of sold me on it, Lisa, because I we tried it uh, on both cruises that we went on, and like you said, it was a little glitchy. Still fun. We still enjoyed it, and my kids, you know, my kids liked it. I think it was a little bit. There's it feels like a little bit more of a learning curve with it than there is with Midship Detective Agency. Um, at least you know where. I, I don't know. I, the 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 midship detective agency just feels more simple, and maybe that's the point of why Uncharted Adventure is you know is supposed to be a better experience. Um, I just you know my kids really like the midship ship detective agency, and so it's fun to you know when when they're bored and you're trying to figure out something for them to do, just have them run around the ship for a little bit and 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 complete those adventures is is a lot of fun. Um, the one thing that I don't like about the uncharted adventure is just it requires you to you know be on your phone more often and and you know i like i like being able to kind of put my phone down and not not be on it all the time and and you know i get you're not like working or or you know communicating with other people but you're you're kind of being involved with um with an experience on board but it's just you know one more thing that you're you're you know you're looking at, at your phone uh for but but you know i think next time we we go we'll definitely give it a another chance because i i think it i think it is a lot of fun and does have a lot of potential yeah there's just a big variety of games to play rather than um not that midship detective agency doesn't have well there's not a huge variety of things that you can do in that with that mechanism but this there was races and then there were questions to answer and i don't know it just it seemed um there was no repeating yeah. like stuff to do. Um, and I didn't feel like it was another B 
being on my phone. I, I also like to disconnect a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, it, it definitely, it drained my battery. So I had to bring the portable battery with me to, to play, but, um, okay. and I've never done again, my kids were older when we started cruising. So I've not, you know, chased children around the ship playing this game. Um, but I've always done it as an adult and we just have, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I like the idea that it remembers where you were. So if you get yeah, back another cruise and uh, did, correct me if I'm wrong, but does it didn't, wasn't it supposed to start before you even got on the cruise too? Isn't there like an ability to do that? Oh, Oh, I had not heard that, but yeah. I'll look that up. Well, no, I won't be yeah, able to. Maybe you're right. That'd be yeah. cool. That would be. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move to the next one. So as both of you know, most of the stuff that you can do on a Disney cruise is included with the cost of your cruise. But there's some things that, you know, you can you can add on to kind of enhance your experience. So would you rather splurge on a spa treatment or a an adult beverage tasting class? What do you think, Steve? Uh, that's an easy one for me. My wife and I are split. She's going to be in the spa, and I'm going to the beverage tasting <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, it, the beverage tasting is awesome. Just you know, being able because they, the one thing I do appreciate, we we've, we've done the uh, the whiskey and the champagne tasting that they actually do do the higher end. They they will bring at least one or two higher end drinks as well, and I love the history that they tell behind uh some of the the either the beverages that they make in mixology or the champagne houses that the champagnes come from over in france and we've just learned a lot of history in those those as well so uh that's i'm going with the beverage make or the beverage uh, tasting cool i didn't realize that they you know they did some of that stuff so that's that's pretty cool i've never done one myself lisa what about you um i we would probably be split in our house as well although i've I've done uh several mixology classes and yeah just the variety and and the how-to and some history behind the drinks is fine my husband has done the beer tasting the wine tasting the whiskey tasting the tequila i mean he he absolutely would go and um you know then we come home and oh we got to make this you know he gets excited about it um his favorite one so far was a martini tasting on the wish and nightingales and and um he, he really really enjoyed it me i well yeah i would take a spa treatment <laughs> any day though it doesn't matter where i am i would absolutely go and um and let the, let them beat on me for a couple of hours right. so okay I like it. So I, I have never done a beverage tasting and it's, it's mostly because, you know, I, I, I don't drink much hard alcohol. Actually, I don't drink any hard alcohol, so it's never like interested, interested me. Um, we do enjoy the spa treatments mostly like we've only ever done like massages, my wife and I, and really enjoyed those except for the end when they try to sell you the stuff that they use on you and which really annoys me, but that's kind of beside the point. So, uh, I would choose the spa treatment in this case and, you know, would also recommend spa treatments on a, on a Disney cruise. It's a great way to, great way to relax. I would also say these, um, the adult beverage tastings, it's a fun community thing as well. Like you, they're limited to what, maybe 24 or 30 people. And then when you spot those people later on in the cruise and, you're, oh, you know, I mean, you kind of get to know a whole new group of people. So it's a, it's a fun experience aside from drinking the cocktails. I mean, so. Good to know. Uh, let's go to Castaway Key. This one was not on your list. So I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball. I'm going to do two more uh, and then we'll wrap up. So uh, at Castaway Key, would you rather have a beach day you know relax on the beach on the beach chairs play in the water whatever or do some sort of port adventure other activity uh around the island what what, what do you think what would you say lisa i would just chill and relax on the beach um put my little beach chair with my feet in the water or get a, an inner tube and just float out um it's at serenity bay and not do anything except for eat and lay on the lay on something and drink. Sounds, sounds like a great day to me. <laughs> what about you, Steve? See, this is where I this is where I, I'm flipped, and I don't I don't know why I do this. I'm like I'm relaxing on the ship, and then I get to Castaway Key, where everybody wants to relax. And like in my mind, I want to just like lay in a hammock and read a book, but it just never happens for some reason. We always find ourselves doing the five k in the morning. And then uh, one of the things that we end up doing, my life loves the slides over at Pelican Plunge. So then we're over there and then we're getting a drink. And by then it's like time to get you know, lunch and everything. And one of the things that we've really found that we love is the little sailboats that you can rent. Oh, and nice. so we always, 
Yeah, we always end up finishing the day with that if the, if they're available to rent, if it's not too windy or something like that. You can get some great pictures. You can sail right by whatever ship you're on there in Castaway Key. So in my mind, I want to be with Lisa with my feet in the water reading my book, but it just never works out that way. Yeah, so yeah. I, guess, I guess I got to go with uh, making it a kind of a chaotic day on Castaway Key. <laughs> so, Steve, I, it's funny you mentioned the sailboats because I've seen them, you know, docked on that beach all the time. And I don't know if I've ever seen people use them. Do you have to... Um, like you don't have to be like an experienced sailor to use those, do you? Like how do you how do you steer those things when they're out in the water? <laughs> well, you kind of yeah you kinda, they okay so they don't check to see that you actually know what you're doing. I guess per se they just <laughs> they ask you do you know what you're going to be doing? No and way, then, really. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Cool. And then and then uh, get out there, but yeah, you kind of have to have like a little basic knowledge. Yeah. But if you if you took like a quick sailing class or something like that, that's. Um, they're, 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 as, as long as the wind's not too too strong, um, you can get yourself out there, and then they can always come out and rescue you with their with their boat if you can't get back. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely so, end up on one of like the the surrounding islands and be like, I. <laughs> you're, you're on your way back to NASA. Exactly. I just go where the wind takes me. I have no idea. I have no way to you know position this thing. <laughs> uh, so if me. I can if I can say I, I tell a. a Short story about our small sailing boat experience down in the Virgin Islands on a just a, a family vacation. It was an all-inclusive resort. It included one of those little skiffs or whatever they're called. And my husband has, you know, he was in the Navy. He knows how to sail, right? And uh, <laughs> so we get on this little boat and he sits me back at the keel in the back and said, all right, you go left, you go right. You know, I'll just tell you what to do. He failed to tell me that left with the rudder means we're going right and right with the rudder means we're going left and we almost capsized i mean at some point our our boat was leaning you know oh, 45 man. degrees over the water and kids are screaming and um you know it was a, a we laugh about it. it was a near death experience it's funny now but right. it was I, oh my gosh it was not it was not fun. Um, you know, so again, you do need a little bit. If, if you don't yeah. remember anything, left is right and right is That's left funny. if you're manning yeah. the rudder. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Just, wow. so yeah, I know. Totally I've never, mean, I've never seen those. Yeah, I've never seen them out on Castaway. It'd be, I've never seen it'd be my wife and I out in the open water and I'd just be like, all right. <laughs> Pick us up on your way back to, back to port or back to Pork and Arrow. <laughs> are those, um, are they, are they two seaters, Steve? Can you fit? Oh, uh, you can put you can fit probably about four people okay. on. It. Yeah, on, on it, and uh, yeah, you just you just you can normally not very many people use them, so yeah. you can actually like book them ahead of time. You know, when yeah, you're yeah. when you're booking your excursions and stuff like that, but um, they're usually not checked out all the time, so you can always just stop down there and use it whenever you want. Awesome. And I think they put like a half hour limit on it, but nobody ever okay. checks. It. You know, yeah, yeah, cruise yeah. around a little bit longer, or if you get stuck out there and you can't get back, then yeah, they're not going to check you for a whole hour. <laughs> Like I tried to come back, I really did. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm gonna. It's funny you say this because I was thinking the same thing. I'm gonna go with activities on Castaway Key, which is the opposite of what I want to do on the ship. But we always, and I'm not like a big lay by the beach in the sun type of person. So I like to. We I really like to snorkel in the snorkel lagoon. We like to ride bikes. Um, <clears throat> We've really, you know, we've done parasailing once or twice, which is really fun. So there are some uh, activities. We used to love doing jet skiing when they were when they were offering that. Like if they brought ever bring that back, I'll do that every single time. I love jet skiing uh, out there. Um, so I'm, yeah, I like I like doing activities on Castaway Key. It's a lot of fun. So I'm gonna go with that one, and then. We'll finish with so on a three night cruise, right? You you eat in the main dining restaurants one one each night. Um, so would you rather do it that way, eat in all the main dining restaurants, or are you going to book Apollo dinner for one of the nights on a three night cruise? Why don't you go first, Steve? Oh man, um, you know what? we're gonna go with Palo. Okay, I, I love I love going up to Palo and maybe. Uh, but I'm going to do it on the second night. I want to be there the first night, see the servers and everything like that. We want, definitely want to be there on the, the last night to hang out with the, the serving team and the kids and everything else. But uh, I think I'll book Palo for that second night. Just the food up there is amazing. I love the views uh, as the sun sets in the evenings. And it's kind of like a, a romantic little getaway for my wife and I to do that. So I'm going with Palo. Awesome. How about you, Lisa? I would say um, for new cruisers or if it's a new ship, absolutely do the 
I would absolutely go to the median dining rooms and not miss those because each one of them has a unique experience. And um, but I I I do love a good dinner at Palo, so I would do it. Well, three night cruise, yeah, I would have to go second night as well or pirate night seems to be. I, I'm not a big fan of the the pirate night menu. It hasn't changed in about ten years, so. Um, <laughs> I, I could I could skip whatever dining room that is that night. Um, I have only recently sort of adopted the I don't have to go and do everything on a cruise mentality. I don't know oh, if it took you know that's awesome. so many cruises to get to, but I the last one that we did, I finally reached that. You know what? We don't have to go to dinner, or we don't have to go to that show, or we don't have to. You know, if it's new, I'm absolutely going to want to be there and do it. But um, so I I have sort of reached a new level in my cruise experience to be like, meh, it's okay. I can take it or leave it. Yeah. But Palo, Palo is not to be missed at least some point, gotcha. at least some point. I, I love how you just said that because I, I still struggle with that myself. I'm like, all right, I'm here. Here's my list of all the things that I want to do and I need to make sure I accomplish all of them or the, you know, it's, it's, so there's almost like an anxiety to it, which is kind of the, not the point of being on a cruise vacation. Um, so I, I don't know if it's for that reason, but I'm going to go with the the main dining restaurants. And and one of the reasons is because if I don't do that, I, I feel like I'm missing out on like the Disney cruise experience, right? Because they're, you know, that's their, that's, that's one of their big selling points that they have these amazing main dining restaurants and they have different experiences and all them and different menu and all your waiters and stuff. Um, so I'm going to go with the main dining restaurants just to not miss out on, you know, one of those experiences on a three night cruise. And then I'll, I'll I'll get Paulo on one of the, the the longer cruises because you're right it's it's not to be missed it, you know it's certainly worth worth doing and it's a it's a really great experience to to dine in Paulo uh, but I'm not gonna do it on a on a three night cruise so I had a few more but just in the interest of time we'll we'll cut it short there I appreciate you guys you know doing these these conversations with me this was, was a lot of fun thanks for for coming on yeah thanks for having us Wes it was uh... <laughs> It was, a, it was a great time hanging out with you again and uh, being able to talk a little Disney Cruise Line. Nice to meet you too, Lisa. Uh, same. Yeah, it's always fun to, to get to chat about Disney Cruise Line. So I'm always here. Awesome. And I am very much looking forward to uh, hearing about and seeing your, your experiences on your upcoming cruises. So uh, definitely look forward to that. And, you know, I will talk to you all again very soon. See you later, Wes. Awesome. Take ha- care, Wes. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.